welcome back to the podcast. This is But What's Next with me, Michelle Reed. Today's episode is actually a very unplanned episode. So it's the Sunday before I post these, which I typically like to record these just like a little bit more in advance than I am today. But originally my sister Jamie was supposed to record a podcast episode with me and I really wanted to kind of break up all of my just solo episodes because I haven't had a guest on in a while but I wanted it to be lighthearted and fun I just feel like we need a little lighthearted and fun and so I was gonna do an episode with Jamie and we were gonna play the game we're not really strangers just because I felt like a lot of people kind of know Jamie but she's so funny and it's just really awesome to talk to I've been trying to convince her to do a podcast with me forever And she finally agreed, but she happened to get poison ivy. And I didn't realize how bad poison ivy can get, but she had these giant blisters. And I don't know if anyone else is like this, but anytime I have like weird things on my body, I really like to just look at them and take photos of them. I don't know what it is. I just have this weird thing where I love like looking at strange things. And so I took photos and I was looking at them and I was like, these are so bad and I felt so bad for her because she was in pain too I didn't realize how bad poison ivy can be but all that to say she was just not feeling up to it and I totally understand so I was trying to think of something else to do I still wanted it to be something that was lighthearted. I didn't really want to do anything too deep and so I figured I would finally sit down and talk about our wedding because I've been wanting to do some wedding content however I've been waiting to do wedding content on YouTube whenever I actually have our wedding video back but I thought that this would be a really just informative but fun episode so if you're planning a wedding if you are just interested in hearing about ours it's a little bit of everything I'm going to go through the summary of our wedding and then kind of the planning process and then I'm going to talk about do's and don'ts towards the end and I'm going to finish actually with reviews of my vendors because I get a lot of questions especially now about the specific vendors that we use and if someone is interested if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area of Texas and you want to use some of these people I just wanted to write like little reviews about them at the end but I want to put it at the end because I know that's not something that's applicable to everyone so you can just stay tuned and listen to that if you want to but yeah I just felt that my wedding planning process was so very unique because it happened to be during the pandemic we got married August 22nd And so it's been a couple months now. I feel like I've really reflected and know the things that I love that we did, know the things that we could have gone without, but know the things that I'm glad we didn't go without. And I just thought it would be a fun little episode to do. And it's something that I haven't talked about yet. So I'm really excited just to kind of share here on the podcast today on a little Sunday evening. So for some context, I've been dating my... It sounds so funny. I've been dating my husband, who is now my husband, who was my boyfriend. We had been dating for three and a half years when we got engaged. So we got engaged on December 15th of 2019. Little did we know what a storm was coming for us. I feel like, does anyone ever just look back about how they were living their life, especially in January and February, when you just had no idea? It's just crazy to think about, but I was so naive during this time. We got engaged in New York City on the promenade. We actually did a whole video on our engagement if you want to watch that. I really wasn't sure. We both weren't really sure what we wanted to do for our wedding. We are both very open people, so I had never had like a Pinterest board of things that I wanted to do. 
I just didn't have all these plans in my head, neither did he. We knew Aiden was graduating college in May, so we figured, you know, anytime after May is kind of game. My lease was up in July, his was up in August, so we were trying to think around that timeline because we were waiting to move in together until we were married. We just kind of had a little ballpark of when we wanted to get married, but we have always wanted to do like a shorter engagement. We didn't want to do anything over nine months. We wanted to keep it pretty small just because we were excited to get married. I have looked forward to getting married to Aiden for a very long time, and the wedding was very much important, but it wasn't everything. You know, the marriage was the most important thing for us. And so when we were thinking about where we wanted to get married, we ended up getting married in Fort Worth, Texas, which is next to Dallas, if you guys don't know but we knew we didn't want to get married in new york city and we also knew that getting married in texas is pretty affordable relative to the north and so we kind of figured it would be better to do that as well as we knew that my family would be doing most of the wedding planning and then his family would be doing the rehearsal dinner and that stuff and so we just figured that doing it in texas made a lot of sense especially because my mom is here my mom was kind of the main person who was helping me plan the wedding, especially because I was doing it half in New York City, half in Texas. And so for our vision of our wedding, we knew we always wanted something simple. So I've never been the kind of person who wanted like a very clear theme. Like I didn't have a specific color that I wanted. I, I've never been boho or too modern or any of that. Like I just had a very like clean vision of our wedding. And so did he. We both really liked just black and white, very classy. In terms of size, we just wrote down a list of every single person we could think of that we wanted to invite. And then we looked back and said, you know, maybe not that person, maybe not that person. And then we ended up inviting 170 people, which obviously 170 people did not come. But at the time when we were just writing our list in December, right after we got engaged, that is what we came to. We're both people who kind of have smaller friend groups. We like to just like keep our group a little bit small. We're not big extroverts are both a little bit more introverted. I'd say he's a little more extroverted than I am, but we just knew our wedding would be smaller. We didn't think it would be as small as it was, but our wedding, we never envisioned it as like a big party in terms of just a giant, huge thing. And in terms of budget, I knew that I could not pay for a giant party. I'm very thankful that my family and Aiden's family helped out with the cost of our wedding between the wedding and the rehearsal dinner. We kind of knew that. And then we also both knew that we always wanted to get married in a church. That was something that was really important to us, despite the fact that we didn't grow up in one singular church, which a lot of people will get married in the church they grow up in. But I just always liked the idea of getting married in a church. I just knew that was something that I wanted. I knew we both wanted to do traditional wedding vows instead of like writing our own vows and reciting them. And so that's just the kind of people that we are. And I also knew that I didn't want to DIY a lot of stuff. I'm not a DIY person. I ended up doing quite a bit DIY stuff in terms of our signs and everything, but I didn't want to do our own flowers and just stuff like that. Like I wanted for the most part to have vendors in charge of most things. Just because I was also planning from New York City, I knew it would be a little bit chaotic if I was doing it between Texas and New York City. Little did I know I'd end up moving to Texas, and so it ended up being a lot easier, which was nice. But yeah, I definitely knew that we wanted to have vendors for most things. And the last thing in terms of when March hit and we were unsure about if we were postponing or if it was going to happen, we always knew we'd end up getting married on our date. Even if it was 10 people, if it was in a backyard, we knew we were going to get married. 
We didn't know if we would end up doing our whole wedding at a later date, and that was a whole point of confusion. Luckily, everything still worked out to where we could just do a small wedding, which was nice. But something that I knew and Aiden knew too was we just didn't want our wedding to be marked by the pandemic. And that's just something that I wanted to say if anyone is going through this right now, it's not fun at all by any means. It makes it a lot more difficult. But I just knew I wanted it to be about our marriage. No matter how big it was, no matter who could be there, who couldn't be there, I just wanted it to be about our marriage and not the situation that the world was in. And I'm so thankful that I thought that because looking back, if I looked back and just thought, only about the circumstances that it was in, then I would be so sad. And I only look back now and I recognize the wedding. I never wanted to call it a COVID wedding. I've been seeing that all over Instagram. Like no one's wedding wants to be marked by how crappy the circumstances is. You know, it's like it's still a wedding no matter how small it is, no matter what it's like. And you want to recognize the day you got married to your spouse as your wedding day, not your COVID wedding day. So I just wanted to put that little PSA out there. So now we're going to go through the process, kind of the timeline of everything. So the first thing that I did that I'd recommend anyone else to do is just to set a budget. You do not realize how easy and how everyone will tell you how much money to spend on your wedding. It is so expensive and people just charge a lot of money because they can because they know it's the wedding industry. I think the average wedding right now is like $24,000 or something like that. So you will spend a lot of money if you don't give yourself boundaries. So that was something that we did from the start. I knew kind of a ballpark from my sister Lindsay's wedding. And so I'd recommend just setting up an Excel sheet to track all your different costs. I'm sure you can even Google now a template of like a tracker. But this was the first thing I did before I got my dress, before we got our venue. I just wanted to know money-wise what we were doing. Another thing that's important to know is who's paying for what. A lot of kind of norms in the wedding industry of oh the groom's parents pay for this and the bride's parents pay for this but that isn't always the case and so I just recommend kind of hashing out who's paying for what even within my family I knew things that I wanted to pay more for because they were important for me so I had that money budgeted and set aside so just delegate and know if you're paying for the entire wedding between you and your fiance just kind of know between the two of you how much you want to spend. I think that having a nice wedding is really important. I don't think you're going to regret spending money on your wedding by any means, but you can go overboard a lot. And after having our wedding over, it's kind of nice to know that we stayed within our boundaries because now we have money saved that we could have spent on the wedding, but it's nice to have it saved for a house or something down the road. So I would just recommend kind of setting some clear boundaries with that. And then after that, I would recommend writing out your priorities. And this kind of goes along with the budget, but know what is most important to you. So in terms of food, venue, photography, videography, DJ, alcohol, decor, like what are your priorities and what are you willing to spend more money on? It's really easy to think everything's my priority and if you are someone who has to have a budget with a wedding I know a lot of people can spend two hundred thousand dollars if they want to on their wedding but for the majority of people you will probably have a budget so it's good to just know what you can spend money on what you can't so for us the most important things were one our venue we wanted something that was just nice to have we wanted something that was inside because if it was in the warmer months, we wanted it to be nice and air-conditioned in Texas. And then the next thing that was most important was just photography and videography with what I do. Obviously, I wanted to share with 
my viewers and you have your photos for the rest of your life like those really matter they're really the only things that you have tangibly after and so I would really recommend just spending more on that obviously our venue was the most expensive thing and typically I think they say you spend at least like 50% of your budget on your venue because venues are pretty expensive I think ours was a third of our budget I'm pretty sure but yeah it's very important but videography was really important for me I wanted someone who was creative who kind of made a video that looked a little bit different than everything I saw online. And then the next thing that was important to us was food. My family loves food. Aiden's family loves food. I mean, everyone loves food. And you notice good food versus bad food. And that doesn't mean you have to spend a ton of money on food. But for us, we had like almost an American, really fresh kind of Tex-Mexy kind of meal we had chicken and beef and had we had like this jalapeno mac and cheese which was so good and then this really fresh tomato salad and then really yummy potatoes it was just a really good meal versus having you know just a chicken and steak meal that's very just dry so just know if you want to spend a little bit more on food especially if your guests are you know, purchasing you a wedding gift and coming to your wedding. It's just kind of nice to have a nice meal for them because people do get hungry. Things that weren't important for us was just decor. I've never been someone who likes to have a ton of stuff. Like I'm pretty minimal. And so I know I didn't need a photo booth and just lots of little signs everywhere and stuff like that. I just didn't really think I needed that very much. Another thing was just a DJ. I didn't need crazy strobe lights or anything like that. We're pretty chill. I mean, we love to dance, but we didn't need anything crazy. And then alcohol. So we actually just had beer and wine at our wedding. And you don't even have to have alcohol if you don't want to. I think it's definitely nice to have. I mean, we drink occasionally, so we definitely wanted to have a little bit of alcohol, but we didn't have cocktails or anything like that. Or you can do just a signature cocktail. So maybe you have a mojito or a Moscow mule or something if that's something that you like but just not having an open bar because open bars are very expensive for our alcohol my mom actually just ended up going to total wine which is like a wine and beer store and she just bought all of our alcohol and it ended up being a lot less expensive so then once you know your priorities you need to find your venue so you can't actually set your date until you have your venue and I think that the venue search was one of the hardest things for us because I just had a very clear vision of not wanting to get married in a barn. And in Texas, so many of the venues here are barns or just very Western kind of looks to them. Very, and I just knew that that wasn't us. I mean, Aiden's from New England. He's not very Western. I just knew that wouldn't fit. And it had to be something indoors. Another thing was we didn't actually mind getting married on a Friday or a Sunday. That didn't really bother us. But just so you know, it's actually a lot cheaper to get married on a Friday or a Sunday versus a Saturday. We ended up getting married on a Saturday, but just because that was the date that was available. Um, but you will be amazed. We looked for wedding venues in January to get married in August of the same year. And the amount of venues that were already booked was insane. It felt like my mom and I were just driving around to all these places because Aiden was still in New York at this time. And every single place didn't have anything open and we'd find one and then they'd have no dates and it can just be really heartbreaking. Another thing is we wanted to have a venue that let us bring in our own vendors. So we didn't want to have to use certain vendors. I just wanted it to be very customized for us because I wanted to find my own vendors and not be locked down to a venues. And so 
that was another hard thing. We didn't even have a set month we wanted to get married in. We knew we wanted to get married from July to October within that range. And we landed on August because they just happened to have August 22nd open. Because we were trying to do our ceremony at a church and then our reception at a different location, you had to have two venues that lined up with an open date. So that was another hard thing to find. Originally, this actually changed because of the pandemic. We were supposed to get married at the TCU Chapel. It's a really beautiful chapel in Fort Worth. It's very just like crisp and clear. It was exactly a very traditional church, like exactly what we had envisioned. And then we were going to do our reception at Brick Venue, which is a very industrial reception area. It has a lot of just like natural dark woods, a very clean slate kind of area. It's a really beautiful venue. And we felt kind of crazy booking our reception venue for eight hours because we were like, why are we running it for this much time when we're just having the reception there? But that was the only package they had. So we definitely splurged and did that. But then looking back, I'm so thankful we did that because we ended up switching our entire wedding to be at the reception venue because our church was just really small. And if we were having 65 people, we wanted everyone to really be able to just space out a lot and not feel tightly packed. We just thought it would be a lot safer because our reception venue was a lot bigger. Obviously, it can hold like 400 people if it wanted to. It's just a lot bigger. And so we ended up switching and we got the money back from the church, which was really nice. But if we had not booked that venue for the entire day... That would have really stunk. And so that was definitely God working things out because he knew this was coming. He knew we'd have a storm of brewing soon. So very thankful for that. But we must have looked at 10 different places before we landed on this. And we looked everywhere. I would find these super cute venues on Instagram and then we pull up and it would be in the middle of absolute nowhere. And there would be like a 7-Eleven across the street. And it just didn't feel like a wedding venue. It was just not exactly the feel. And you know when you drive somewhere, you know the feel. So I actually didn't book our reception venue. My mom just sent me a video, but it just felt really right. So I booked it and I loved it. I'm so happy our wedding was there. And next is your dress, which I think is the most fun part of it all. Honestly, I loved dress shopping and I've literally thought about, I wish you could just go to dress shops and try on dresses because it's so much fun. But my biggest tips for finding a dress, one, go to multiple dress locations. So go to different stores because I went to one store. I went to the Bridal Boutique in Louisville, Texas, and they have a ton of dresses. I had a really, really great appointment. I actually went in December, like right after I got engaged. It was really nice, but we were trying on dresses and I never really felt like I had a vision for my dress. I knew I was always drawn to more simple dresses that were just kind of simple fabrics, not a lot of lace. Not even a lot of beading. I wanted it to just be fitted and simple to where I could feel like myself, but just myself really done up and beautiful. I didn't really want like a ball gown or anything, but I did want to try on a lot of different styles. And so I went to this first dress place and I tried on a lot. I actually have a whole video if you guys want to watch me trying on dresses. It's one of my favorite videos because I think it's so fun because who doesn't love just trying on a bunch of dresses, but I went there first and I tried on this one dress. It was strapless. It was just a very classic kind of mermaid style. It was beautiful. And I thought that it was my dress and I almost bought it. And I'm so thankful I didn't because the next day I went to A and Bay, which is a bridal shop in Dallas. It's definitely more, I don't want to say hipster. It's kind of more bohemian. They have very unique dresses. 
And that's not personally actually my style, so I didn't think I would find anything there. But I found the most beautiful dress that I loved. It was from Anae and Annette. And it was just a beautiful kind of crepe material. So it was very simple, breathable for summer. It wasn't strapless. It had beautiful beading on the back. So it was very simple in the front. And then the back just had this beautiful train on it to where it just had all this like intricate beading. It was so beautiful. Not at all what I thought I would wear, but I just felt very me. The first dress I tried on, I felt was pretty, but the second one I put on, I was like, I feel like I'm a woman in this dress who's about to marry my husband. Like I just felt very special in it. And so I would really recommend going to multiple places. I also only brought my two sisters who happened to be my maids of honor and my mom, which was really nice. I didn't want to have a lot of people. I just felt like you don't need to have that many opinions. I love that group of people because my mom, my sisters, they just give good advice. People who will gas you up but not tell their opinions too much because it's your dress. You don't want to be swayed by people by any means. Another thing, make sure that you eat before. I know it can be really tempting to want to just like eat really light or not eat at all because you want to look really good trying on dresses, but the reality is if you're especially getting married in the evening, you're going to have eaten a lot by that day. So you want to make sure you look and feel how you're going to feel on your wedding day. So make sure you actually eat before. And then also if you know the kind of style you want your hair to be. I didn't know exactly the style, but I knew I wanted my hair up. So I went ahead and just put my hair in like a little updo so I could see with the dress whenever I was trying them on. But I'm really happy I got that in January because my dress didn't come in until late June. And I had to get it altered a lot because a lot of times when you're getting a wedding dress, they will make it not necessarily to your proportions, but they'll still give you a size. So they'll take your measurement. I think I was in between a four and a six, which typically I'm more of a two, I would say, in normal sizing. So I definitely think that wedding dresses run like normal gowns where the sizing is a little bit bigger than your average size but because my chest measurement like my boobs were a six they just rounded up and did a six and it was way too big when I got it not like drastically but it wasn't fitted to where I wanted so I had to get it altered a lot and it was really expensive to get it altered so I would just say if you're trying on a dress and they really encourage you to round up if you know your weight doesn't fluctuate that much. Just trust yourself and get the size you think. I definitely wish I would have gotten a four and saved on alterations. It all worked out and you can always alter it to be the size you need it, but it will be more expensive. And then also make sure whenever you're shopping for your wedding dress that you know a budget. So I went in and I told her I don't want to go above X and she didn't go above X. And so I didn't even try on dresses that weren't my dream dress because I couldn't afford it. And also make sure you factor in your veil too for that too because veils can be expensive. If you can find someone's veil to like rent or borrow, I think that would actually be a really good option because mine was so expensive and I just didn't realize that a piece of tool could be that much. So definitely know that. And then I got my shoes from Bella Bell, which has the most beautiful wedding shoes. They're so beautiful. They're definitely a splurge item, but I think that's the time to really like splurge on the stuff you're going to wear because I loved my wedding shoes, but I got them from Bella Bell. So after that, when you have your venue, you have your date set, you can go ahead and send out invites. So like I said, we had already made our list before we kind of like separated because I was doing all this stuff kind of on Christmas break when I was home, which was nice. But we went ahead and created our wedding website on Zola, which I would recommend highly. It made the process if you're doing it without a wedding planner, which I wasn't, 
very, very easy because you can track all your RSVPs. You can have your registry on there. You know who's coming, who's not. And especially with ours during COVID and everything, you could do like wedding site updates to keep everyone informed. And it was just really great. So we actually just ordered our invites from Minted, which I would also really recommend because Minted has beautiful designs and it's really cool because they actually have an option where you can put the artist of the invitation on your invitation. So you're kind of sharing some small businesses, which I think is really nice. But we didn't even bother doing like fancy RSVP cards. I knew people wouldn't actually use them. It's just easier to go on a website and do it. You don't even need to send save the dates. We literally just sent our wedding invites and that was it. And it was really nice just not having to pay for save the dates because I think it's kind of stupid to send a save the date if you already kind of know your wedding info. And so we just went ahead and sent those. And then I actually just went on Nextdoor, which is like a neighborhood website. And I just asked if anyone knew how to do calligraphy and I just dropped off our wedding invites at this girl's house I think she charged me a hundred dollars to do like 170 invites and she did the most beautiful calligraphy on all of our envelopes and it just made them very personal since my invites weren't as personal because I just ordered them offline and I'm so happy I did that you can also decide on your colors here we really just wanted to keep it black white and then pops of gold that was kind of our theme that we wanted to do with lots of greenery and honestly don't feel obligated to invite people that you don't want to be there i mean fortunately with us it was kind of like people naturally weren't going to come if they didn't really have to be there and so our list naturally kind of went down but don't feel obligated to invite people just because they were like your roommate five years ago or something i just think you want the people there to be the most happy for you. And so just make sure that you invite the people that you truly feel like are that. So now you can start booking your other vendors. And I would actually recommend doing this pretty soon. We did all of ours within the first, I would say three months after getting engaged because these people get booked up fast, especially if you're going on the knot and you're just finding someone who's very highly reputable, they're going to be booked most likely. So make sure you just reach out and get quotes and negotiate. I'd highly recommend just negotiating, especially for me, florists were a big area that I was trying to negotiate because we just didn't want super intricate flowers. You can always just ask, hey, can you take away this to like get this down $200? Like I think at first I felt like, oh, I just can't afford this person, but you can really try to work with them and see what you can remove to save the money for you. So for food, what kind of food do you want? Do you want a buffet? Buffets are naturally a little bit more inexpensive. Or a sit down? Do you want your alcohol to be served through them? We went with this place called Vestals. They're in the Dallas area and guys, their food is amazing. They were so sweet. They even like packed us up all of our food whenever we left. So we had samples of everything along with our cake that we got. They sent us home with cake, which was really, really nice. We got to come in and do a whole tasting with them and it was very like complimentary, very sweet. And they were just really great. And especially whenever we cut our guest And when we had to cut our guest count down from what we originally were quoted, they were super nice about it. They didn't make us feel weird at all. And it's just really great. I really love Vestals. The people who work there are really nice. So for florists, florists really range a lot in prices. So just make sure you reach out to a lot of different people. 
We just wanted very simple, so just white roses and a lot of greenery. That was the look that I wanted personally. For our bouquets, I wanted things that just looked natural, just like natural bouquets, nothing too put together, if that makes sense. And originally when it was supposed to be in the church, we didn't need a lot of flowers because the church was pretty simple. But when we switched it to brick, I just knew that brick was pretty spare so I wanted to have lots of greenery everywhere and flowers and candles just to make it more romantic instead of just a bare kind of industrial look so we went with sage vine flowers for our florist and she made it really pretty arbor that was exactly like a photo I had sent her and then she just put candles across the floor and it ended up being really pretty for our little ceremony space photographers and videographers are obviously going to get booked up pretty fast I think they're pretty important to book I loved both our photographer and our videographer. They were amazing. And I knew that this was the area that I obviously wanted to splurge on. And so I will talk more about these vendors and the reviews, but you'll have to book them. You can book your cake. You can book your DJ. And then if you want any extra music, so we had actually instrumental music because originally when it was supposed to be in the church, we were supposed to have an organist play. And I really wanted that because we just had very classic music. So I walked down to Canon and D. And then when we took communion, we had Be Thou My Vision and then just other like instrumental music. So I wanted live. I really wanted a quartet. That was a big thing just to have live music there. And so we went with Serenata Strings in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and they did a great job. That was something that I felt was kind of excessive, but actually there in the moment, I'm so thankful we had live music. It was beautiful and it just made everything so much more intimate, I think, having that. So I was really happy that we did that. But you definitely don't have to. You can always just have recorded music. That is perfectly fine and it will be just as special with that. And then if you hire an officiant, so my dad actually married us because my dad's done all of my siblings' weddings and my dad used to be a pastor. So I just felt it would be very sweet and intimate to have him. He like walked me down the aisle and my brother kind of subbed for him at the front and then they just switched places and it really worked perfectly fine. But if you need to find an officiant, that's another time. If you do need to find an officiant, you will do this too along with your vendors. So then in terms of decorations, I think this is the next thing that I did. So I ordered so much stuff off of Etsy, guys. All of our welcome signs, our seating chart template, our seating table numbers, our table number holders, gifts for my bridesmaids, my garter I wore, my hairpiece, all of this stuff was from Etsy. And I would highly recommend Etsy because for one, you're supporting small businesses and for two I think it's the best way to get personalized things and so all that stuff I just went ahead and ordered off Etsy and I kind of had a vision in my mind of what I wanted but it all came together I felt like all my stuff really matched well and then I went ahead and asked all my bridesmaids so my bridesmaids that I originally planned on having were my sister Jamie and my sister Lindsay to be my maids of honor yes I had to because my sister Lindsay had both of us in her wedding and it worked out. It was really nice. I mean, I could never just pick one of my sisters. So we just did that. And then I had my best friend Rose, my best friend Carson, and my best friend Isabel. And then I also had my sister-in-law Lindsay and my sister-in-law Avery. A lot of people don't know I have sisters-in-laws, but my sister-in-law Avery actually couldn't be there just because she is a teacher in New York City. So with the quarantine and everything, it just wouldn't work for her to come and 
quarantine when she was teaching in person and so she actually couldn't be there which was a really big bummer but she like facetime watched it so it worked out and that's another thing i'll say so aiden only had five groomsmen because two of his groomsmen couldn't be there which is just kind of the times like no one was really offended and despite the fact that i had six and he had five no one really noticed and it wasn't a big deal so just don't stress about small things because if anything covid just kind of taught me that weddings can be imperfect and they're still really special for their dresses i just got them at beholden i actually got a little like sponsorship with them which was really really nice and so i was able to gift all of their wedding bridesmaids dresses and so they just did a very simple one shoulder black dress i just wanted something very simple that would look good on everyone with black heels. They could do their hair however they wanted to. They could wear whatever jewelry. I didn't really care. And I think that it looks really good. I just wanted everyone to wear the same dress, but besides that, they could do what they wanted because everyone is so different. And then we had my little bachelorette weekend. We ended up just going to Wimberley, Texas, which is so cute. And we stayed in a little like house next to this creek. It was so cute. It was so fun. And obviously not everyone could be there, but it was fun just to do a little something before the wedding. And it was really sweet. My sisters did that. They did like a little lingerie shower for me. It was just really fun and definitely something that I really cherish. Once my dress came in in June, I went ahead and got it altered. So if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I saw this lady. Her name is Becky. I think it's Becky Fowler Bridal. She does kind of her alterations inside of her house, which is really cool. And it was a little sad because just I could go there. Like my family couldn't come, but she was so sweet. She made my dress fit like a glove because I was a little nervous when I got it. It just didn't fit how I wanted it to, but she made it fit in all the right places. I did it a couple months before the wedding to where it was done for my bridals, but still to where I would be the same size, so it would fit the same. But I will have all these people in the show notes as well, but she just did such a good job and I'd highly recommend her. And then another thing that I did that I would definitely recommend if you're getting married is to do bridal photos. So bridal photos are where you essentially get ready as if it's your wedding day, you wear your dress, you get your hair and makeup done, you do your jewelry, everything. And your photographer takes just photos of you and your wedding dress before the wedding. It's a great time to kind of test out everything before, but also to have just pictures of yourself because obviously on your wedding day, you're having pictures with your family and your friends and your spouse, but it is still special for you as a bride to have these photos of just you. And even if you just give them to your spouse, I think it's just really sweet to have. So I got my hair and makeup done, which originally I wasn't going to get my hair and makeup done. And I'm so happy I did because it made the process so much more stress-free and she did such a good job. And I definitely wanted to look different than I looked every day. And I think if I would have done my own hair and makeup, it would have just not looked like different than I did any other day. So her name is Cassandra and she works at Lush Bridal Beauty. She like just works on her own, but that's her company name. I also got an airbrush tan, which I was really happy that I did because even though I was kind of already tan at this point, I felt like I looked just a little bit more popping out in my photos, if that makes sense. But I was really happy I did that. So then the week of the wedding, the things that I did were one, the seating chart, because our guest list was getting smaller and smaller and smaller, literally until the day before, I wanted to wait to do our seating chart. So it was nice. I just got a template off of Etsy. 
so then I could edit it the day before and get it printed at Staples and then I just stuck it in a frame which is really nice so everyone could see where they were sitting but it was also good because I could do it really last minute and then we had our rehearsal dinner which was so fun just with our wedding party and that was really thrown by Aiden's family so it was nice just to have you know a moment of rehearsing we actually just rehearsed in a park before which was nice because someone was doing a wedding at our venue the night before i wore a dress for our rehearsal from jenny Yu, and if you're doing like an elopement jenny Yu has beautiful dresses and i wore like this silk one shoulder dress it was so pretty i love it so for the actual wedding day i loved our wedding day it was the happiest day of my life and i did not feel stressed at all there were a couple moments where i was easing into stress but i didn't let it take over me because our wedding day was just so special i felt very casual and relaxed i like woke up at 8 a.m grabbed starbucks with my sisters and then we headed to the venue we had the venue all day so it was so nice just to be able to kind of chill everything was in the same spot so it kind of worked out that we didn't do it at the church because it was just nice having everyone there it was nice because i designated my sister jamie to be my packup girl so whenever we were getting ready because i just wanted to leave after the wedding and not have to collect all my things jamie put everything together and so she was really sweet for doing that and aiden and i didn't do a first look or anything so it was just so special walking down the aisle and it was the first time that he saw me and i still felt like we had plenty of time for photos because a lot of times people will tell you to do a first look so you have more time for photos but we didn't feel like any pressure for time despite that and so it was just really special i cried like a baby walking down the aisle i also got very hangry so this is the one thing that i would say we just thought it would be really easy to find a charcuterie board but it took a long time and i started getting very hangry i'm someone who needs to eat a lot and so i just wasn't eating enough and i was getting my makeup done and i felt like i was gonna pass out and i was getting kind of angry but my mom saved the day and got all this food for us so just kind of have a plan for food the day of that's something i would recommend another thing that i'm grateful that we did i got my bridesmaids very practical pjs so i didn't get them robes with like a monogram because I wanted them to be able to wear them after and it was still something that felt like it wasn't for a wedding so they just wore these little pjs from I forget the name of the store I'll have it in the show notes but they wore little pjs and I wore like this linen pj set too so it was not like a robe it didn't even look like something people get ready in I just wanted something really simple that I could wear again so I really loved my little pajamas that I wore we did traditional vows which was nice I have never felt so happy. I just like remember the feeling of standing up there in front of everyone being so smiley. I could not stop smiling, but then also crying at the same time. And our kiss, Aiden and I kissed like five times when we were up there because I was just so incredibly happy. He was so incredibly happy. My sister's speeches were so good. My sister Jamie literally has this notebook from middle school that she pulled out and I did not know what was coming when I saw her pull out this notebook. But both their speeches were so sweet that they did. And I ended up being so happy. Our wedding was so small. Like I just felt like it was all the right people there and it was intimate, and it was sweet, and it felt safe, and it just felt like the perfect day. We did a sparkler exit, and I'm so happy we did this. I'd highly recommend if your venue allows you to do a sparkler exit to do it, because it's so magical, just walking down with the sparklers, and then we actually got someone who was just a driver to drive us to a hotel. We stayed at the Ashton in Fort Worth, 
which is a really cute little vintage hotel. I got so emotional the day of because we were praying before actually the ceremony, me and my bridesmaids, and in the background, Amazing Grace came on from our live music because it was really cool. Our venue, like the bridal suite, was in the same area that the ceremony space was. It was just divided by a curtain, so you can just walk out, which was nice. But I just started bawling before and then I could not stop when I was walking down the aisle and I did not even look like a cute cry either when I was crying down the aisle it was not cute (laughs) y'all but I was just so happy it just felt like there was all this pressure and tension of everything going on that it just felt like this burden was relieved and I was marrying the love of my life and I think that that was like the most energy I have felt in that moment it was just so sweet So I kind of wanted to run down just some of my biggest tips overall. I've obviously explained a lot, but the first one is just not to stress about the small things. You're not going to remember the tablecloths. You're not going to remember the place settings. Those things just don't matter. I mean, I remember when our food vendor was asking like how I wanted the plates placed and I just didn't really care. And I'm glad I didn't really care because that stuff just doesn't really matter. And then two, if you can keep it small, keep it small because I just think it was so much more special just having a small wedding. I would highly recommend three, having a day of coordinator. I don't think you need a wedding planner. I will say planning a wedding takes a lot of time. And with the job that I have, it was, you know, a possibility for me to take a lot of time to plan. However, it's nice to have a day of coordinator to just make sure that everyone's in the right place to make sure that all your vendors are there and just to have everything situated. I think a day of coordinator really helps. We just had one of my mom's friends from her church group and she did a really, really awesome job. Four, it goes by so fast. So seriously, take all the photos, take all the videos. This is why I say to really spend more on your photographer because you're not gonna get those moments back. And I'm so happy we have a video. We don't have our video yet, but once we do, I cannot wait to watch it 100 times because it was just the best day ever. Five, you do not need all the extras. You don't need a photo booth. You don't need like a special bar. You just don't need those things. And I think that a lot of times you can look at, you know, Pinterest weddings and think that those things are needed, but people aren't gonna remember those things. They're gonna remember the people and the love that was there and that's enough. Six is just to prioritize time for photos and videos. So for our wedding, something that we did that was kind of different, I wanted to take photos off-site. So we went to a local museum because they have a really pretty outdoor area. We took photos there. But I also didn't want our guests to just be waiting to eat dinner. So they had like appetizers and then they actually started eating before we got there. So he called all the tables, the DJs. I think the DJ had two more tables to call by the time we got there. But everyone got to eat before just so they weren't like hangry or anything. So I just wanted to make sure our photos weren't rushed. So I wanted to make sure everyone could eat. Seven, um, getting the getting ready PJs that you can actually wear again. I think that was a good tip. Number eight, don't get married to a venue. I can't tell you how bummed I was when we had to move our church location and not get married in a church. And while that was important to me. It just didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, it was not something that I look back now and I'm like, oh, I wish we could have got married there. Like, our wedding day was exactly how I wanted it to be because it was the way it was supposed to be. And so just don't get married to a venue if it's too expensive. If you end up having to switch for some reason, just don't worry about it. Because number nine, you need to focus on the marriage. And it's why you're there. That's the reason for the wedding. And I think that that's what I learned throughout this whole process was 
you know, a wedding is important, but it's not the focus. It's about the marriage. So just make sure you focus on that. So now for my vendor feedback, I just kind of wanted to run through specifically all of my vendors and if I recommend them, my experience with them. For the most part, I loved all my vendors. I actually would recommend all of them, but I do have like a couple caveats I just want to say because you do spend a lot of money on vendors. And so I think it's something to make sure you know beforehand. But for my photographer, we booked the Lockharts. There are a couple here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I knew I wanted someone who shot in film because I love the look of film photos. I think they're beautiful and classic and just kind of give your photos a different edge to them. And so they shot in both film and digital. And they were actually relatively affordable because I looked at a lot of different quotes from a lot of different photographers and they were pretty good pricing. And they just had very light and airy photos, which is what I wanted. And they did such a good job. They were so personable. They were so organized. I was constantly emailing them, asking them questions, and they were just quick to email back. They were great. They had a really awesome payment schedule. I could pay them 10% each month of the... I could pay them 10% of my total price for like each month leading up to the wedding, if that makes sense, which is just nice to have that kind of installment plan because a lot of vendors are 50% upfront, 50% the month before, which is a lot to be paying at once. For videography, I booked David Leco. So I found him through Danny Austin's wedding video and hers was a wedding video that I saw that just looked different. And then I went and watched a lot of his other videos and he just had a kind of creative eye that I didn't see in a lot of other videographers. And so I ended up booking him. I don't have our video back yet. Obviously it takes a while to edit a video, so you guys will see it when it's out, but he was great to work with, very personable. I had some calls with him before to talk about my vision. He also created a custom package for me because I wanted a wedding video that was just like a personal family one, but then also one that I could post on YouTube that was just a little bit shorter. So he worked with me to do that, which was nice. So I'd highly recommend him. I will say he is definitely more pricey. Videography in general is just more pricey. So I got quotes for like $8,000 from some people. So yeah, it's just, it can be really expensive, but I do think it's worth it to pay more, especially if you're someone who does video like me. So my florist, as I said, was Sage Fine Flowers, and I really loved my flowers. I really wanted just something simple. She did a really great job with my arbor and everything. I loved it. I mean, the only two things that I will say here were I had asked them to show up at a certain time and they came a little bit later but they finished in time so it worked out but I was a little stressed in the moment because it was noon and I thought that's when they would start and they weren't there yet or I think it was 10 I asked if they would start setting up and they came at noon or something something like that but it was just a little off for my time so I freaked out but they finished in time so I ended up working out and then I had originally asked if I could get a bridal bouquet done in exchange for one of the other bouquets and it was the day before my bridal so it was the day of the bridals no it was the day before and we just had miscommunication and I ended up not having one which really was scary but then I had another florist make one and she did a really great job so those are the only two things I will say, but I really loved working with her. I think she did such a great job on her flowers. For our cake, we used Moonlight Cakes, which is in Colleyville, Texas. And I loved, I think her name is Susan, who I worked with. She did such a good job. We just wanted a very simple cake. We did a strawberry layer, a vanilla layer, and a raspberry white chocolate. And oh my goodness, our cake was so good. 
it had cream cheese frosting it was so yummy just the perfect summer cake she did the arrangement exactly how i wanted she was just great to work with and she was also very affordable our cake was a lot less than i thought it was going to be so she did a really great job our dj we booked sound sensations and they were really great to work with i felt that a dj really sets the course of the reception so he sets kind of the timing of it and you know when you do speeches when you do everything and i felt that our reception felt a little rushed i remember my sister jamie had to kind of ask if we could start speeches and so i just felt there was a little bit of miscommunication from the timeline that i had given but he did a good job he had a really awesome setup to where you could pick the songs you wanted to play and songs not to play specifically how much freedom you wanted him to have and during our cocktail hour i gave him full freedom to do whatever he wanted and everyone said the music was great so he's great to work with and then lastly was just our no second to last was our ceremony music as i said we did serenata strings which is a quartet and they did a very 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 awesome job they were so great they were only there for i think 45 minutes because our ceremony wasn't that long but they did such a great job and i really loved working with them and lastly was just my hair and makeup and i booked cassandra from lush bridal beauty and she was phenomenal she's so sweet just kind to work with and she really focused on my hair makeup i think my hair makeup took about two and a half hours so it really was something that she focused on i felt like i got a lot of just detail and she just did a really great job so i really really loved working with her she's super cute she's the best and if you want to check out any of these vendors i will have everyone linked in the show notes along with everything else that i talked about in this episode so i hope you guys enjoyed listening i know it was very chatty a little all over the place but i just kind of wanted to do a little recap of everything i loved our wedding it was so sweet i'm so excited to share our wedding video make sure you subscribe to my youtube channel if you guys want to check that out because hopefully it'll be coming within the next couple months or so i believe but you don't want to miss that so i love you guys so much i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode and i will talk to you guys in next week's episode bye friends (laughs) 